Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Asyhadu alla ilaha illallah Asyhadu alla Syahadanna Muhammad Rasulullah Syahadanna Muhammad Rasulullah Hayya ala Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi wakafah Wassalamun ala ibadihi Alladhin astafah Amma ba'du fa'a'udhu billahi Minash shaytanir rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Ya ayyuhalladhina Amanu attaqullaha Wal tanzur nafsum Ma qaddamat lighadin Wattaqullah Inna allaha khabirun Bima ta'amalun Sadaqallahul azim Wa qala habibuna Wa rasulullahi sallallahu ta'ala Alihi wa sallam Man qara al-Quran Fastazharuhu Fahalla halalahu Wa harrama haramahu Adakhalahu allahu al-jannah وشفعه في عشرة من أهل بيته كلهم قد وجبت لهم النار وعن عباد بن سارية رضي الله تعالى عنه قال وعظنا رسول الله صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم موعظة بليغة وجلت منها القلوب وذرفنها العيون فقلنا يا رسول الله كأنها موعظة مودع فأوسنا فقال أوسيكم بتقوى الله والسمع والطاعة وإن تعمر عليكم عبد حبشي فإنه من يعش منكم بعدي فسيرى اختلافا كثيرا فعليكم بسنتي وسنة الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين 
تمسكوا بها وعضوا عليها بالنواجذ وإياكم ومحدثات الأمور فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وكما قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم My most beloved elders, beloved brothers, we thank Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this gift of Iman Allah Ta'ala has made us Muslim Allah Ta'ala has made us in the ummah of his beloved Habib Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Just as we thank Allah Ta'ala for his different favors When things come right at work, when things come right with our children When we get the results for exams Exam results, our children have passed the exam Or we have passed our tests and exams Oh, when we get the price that we look for and everything works out just right, we say, Alhamdulillah. My dear brothers, we need to thank Allah Ta'ala also for this gift of Iman and Islam. Because believe me, and we all know also, that all the wealth of this world put together, and all the happiness put together in this world, cannot compare the joy of one person in the Qabr for one moment. And all the pain a person experiences in this world, all the hardships and all the heartache and the disappointment and the heartbreak and the calamities and the tragedies and the maladies that life brings with it. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَوَّالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ I do many, many times. Allah remind us again and again. The Quran is talking to us again and again. We are hearing these verses. Allah Ta'ala says this dunya is a test. This dunya is a place of test. This dunya is not a place for, to fulfill our desires. This world is too small to fulfill our desires, to contain our desires. Somebody said, the Kabristan is a sad place not because people have, are buried over there. It's a sad place because so many, so many ambitions and so many dreams are buried inside the ground over there. So my dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala has made this dunya the place for our desires to be fulfilled. This place is a place where we have to burn our desires. Like this is the lamp for the lamp for that wick that that oil lamp to give us fire to give us light there has to be a fire the fire has to burn that wick has to be burned out the fire the oil must burn and the wick must burn and then it produces light my dear brothers Allah Ta'ala has, hasn't put us in this world to fulfill our desires in this world only a foolish person will say I've come in this world to chase after my desires in this world we have to control our desires not fulfill our desires yes Fulfill our needs, but our dream should be for the hereafter. Our, the place for the fulfillment of desires is not only in the grave also, it is in Jannah. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, in Hadith Qusi, أَعْدَدْتُ لِعِبَادِيَ الصَّالِحِينَ مَا لَعِينٌ رَأَتْ وَلَا أُذْرٌ سَمِعَتْ وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَى قَلْبِ بَشَرٌ أَعْدَدْتُ لِعِبَادِيَ الصَّالِحِينَ Allah Ta'ala says himself, I have prepared for my, my faithful, obedient servants. مَا لَعِينٌ رَأَتْ no eye has ever seen the beautiful pictures we see of the different sceneries in the different parts of the world but they are nothing compared to what is in Jannah it's not even a sample of that just to encourage us to make us realize that there is something far more beautiful than all this which you cannot even imagine nobody has ever heard Jannah being adequately described appropriately completely being described وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِ بَشَرَ And leave all that. A person cannot even imagine what is in Jannah. Only when you go into Jannah, you see what Allah does for us. But who is this prepared for, my dear brothers? For those people who control their desires in this world. 
who subdue themselves, who subject their desires to the will of Allah Ta'ala. They say, دنیا میں رب چاہی زندگی گزاریں گے تو آخرت میں من چاہی زندگی گزاریں گے انشاءاللہ if you live in this world you submit your desires make it the way Allah wants you to live you follow Allah's wishes what Allah wishes from us we do that in this world in this short life of 20-30 years few days ago last week last week Sunday Saturday last night young man who is a few kilometers from this masjid 28 year old young man left this temporary dunya left two children, young wife and left all the ambitions of his father and his parents and himself but this is the dunya that we are living in so this is not the place for us to fulfill our dreams Allah Pak has kept that place the year after my dear brothers so Allah has given us a short life for us to use whatever he has given us for our akhirat intelligent person is a person who uses the dunya for his akhirat foolish person is the one who uses his his akhirat, sacrifices his akhirat for his dunya دنیا کے لئے اتنی محنت کر جتنا تجھے یہاں رہنا ہے اور آخرت کے لئے اتنی محنت کر جتنا تجھے وہاں رہنا ہے اللہ has given us the Quran, has given us the Deen, the Masjid these are all Allah's blessings and we are so fortunate in this country because so many, so many privileges now the Azan can be given, Alhamdulillah we make the Allah, make the Azan be heard in every nook and corner of this country and all over the world inshallah Allah Ta'ala led his, his name and the name of his Habib Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi and the declaration of and the, and the formula of success be heard by the whole of mankind all over the world inshallah my dear brothers Nabi Pak says one day he went to the Sahaba who were the Sahabi Sufa Sahabi Sufa about 100 Sahaba most of them were from Makkah Sharif came to Medina they stayed in Masjid Nabi outside little platform there about 100 more than 100 of them were there very simple people they had no real ambitions about this world their whole day and night preoccupation was learn the deen and teach the deen to others Nabi Sallallahu whatever came to him sadaqah whatever gifts came to him whatever extra he had he would share with the Sahaba Ikram Abu Huraira was one of them Uqba bin Amir was one of them many Sahaba who narrated many many hadiths they are from amongst the Ashabu Sufa so Nabi Apagos one day went to some of them, went to them and he said to them, Who of you would like to go to the marketplace of Budhan and Aqiq? These were two famous markets at that time in Medina Sharif. And who would like to go there and to, to fetch two she-camels of the best and the finest breed? Sahaba Akram said, Ya Rasulullah, all of us would like that. We all would like to go there and get something and come away with the best camels. Camels was a very prized possession of the Arabs. So Rabbi Apakas said to them, for you to go to the masjid and to learn or teach one ayat of the Quran Sharif is better than one she camel. For you to go to the masjid and learn two ayats of the Quran Sharif or to teach somebody two ayats of the Quran Sharif is better for you than two she camels of the best breed. And likewise he said three is the same and four the same and any number of ayats that you recite is far superior and better for you then an equal number of camels of this temporary world, my dear brothers. Nabi Pak was showing the Sahaba Ikram and teaching us also that the things of this world are nothing in comparison to the treasures of Amal. Your good deeds that you will do, reciting the Quran Sharif is not something tangible. You read the Quran Sharif, it's words that you are saying. They are, you see it in your front of you, there's this words. You don't see it in tangible form. But my dear brothers, the value of that is everlasting. The reward of that will be forever and forever stored for you in the bank of the Akhirat. 
She cowards may die, they may change hands, go to somebody else. They are temporary things of this world. When you will die also, and you ban your big estate and all your fortune for others to enjoy. But my dear brothers, your amal, your good deeds go within your cover. Wazir Pakalisam said three things accompany a person to his cover his family, his wealth, and his actions, his deeds. In the early days, the Arabs, they used to bring the deceased person's family, all his family members would come to the grave to wish him farewell, and he, they would believe. They bring his material possession, whatever was movable, bring it to the Kabristan, and he wish it goodbye, and then he go in the grave. That was their thinking. As said, two of those will remain behind, and one will go with him in his cover. Your family will come to your cover, they will make, they will cry, they will make dua for you. They will be sobbing. People will put their hands around them. They will give them a tissue to wipe their eyes. They will read some Quran. They will be in a different frame of mind. And then they will leave your cover. They will go away. Your possessions also, your car that you drove. Five hours ago, you drove your car. That car will come to the Kabristan. Maybe your son will drive the car to the Kabristan. You park the car outside the cover, far from, far from your cover. Then people will all leave your cover. And they will all go away, or get into their cars and they will go away. But my dear brothers, our actions, our amal, whether they are good or bad, will come into our cover with us. May Allah give us tawfiq to accumulate more and more of good deeds for ourselves before we leave the temporary world, my dear brothers. We shouldn't rely on others to make dua for us after we have gone from the world. Hmm? Somebody said, if you realize how quickly people forget you when you die, then you will make Allah Ta'ala the object of your life. You make the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala the object of your life. If you live in this world to please Allah Ta'ala, today we live in this world to please everybody else besides Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah is the last thought. If we make Allah Ta'ala the, our first point of call, Allah's pleasure, deriving the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, our main objective, then, my dear brothers, then Allah will, Allah will be with us and Allah's help will be with us throughout our existence. In the cover Allah's help will come to us, wherever we go, Allah's help, Allah's help will be with us. My dear brothers, Hazrat Ali Rasulullah once said, he said that Nabi Papa Islam said, that person, man qara al-Qur'an, the person who learns the Quran Sharif and memorizes the Quran Sharif. And he regards after memorizing the Quran Sharif. Now he loves the Quran so much because the Quran is now in his heart. And the value of the Quran is in his heart. Now he doesn't take the Quran just to be words, but he regards the Quran Sharif as the book of Allah Ta'ala that has to be followed. Nabi Prophet says, now he regards what is halal as halal in his life. Allah says halal, haram, halal, he makes halal. Allah Ta'ala has given us my dear brothers desires in this world. A person can fulfill the desires in a halal way and a haram way. Whether it is for, 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 for your lust, whether it is for your food, your drink, your shelter, whatever your needs are. A person has the choice to fulfill them in a halal way or the haram way. That person who follows the Quran Sharif, after learning the Quran Sharif, and reading the Quran in his, in his chest, in his bosom, this person, the half of the Quran, he now acts on the Quran Sharif. He makes what is halal, halal for himself. What Allah Ta'ala regards as halal in the Quran Sharif, he makes sure he makes every effort to obey or to follow that, to bring that halal into his life. What Allah has made haram, he regards it as haram also. He doesn't go anywhere near it. He tries his best. He's human. He makes a mistake, he makes tawbah immediately. Nabi Pakistan says, Adkhalahu Allah Jannah. Allah Ta'ala will guarantee this person Jannah. Allah Ta'ala will give him Jannah. Allah will enter him into Jannah. But doesn't end over there. Allah Ta'ala will give him the privilege, the privilege on the day of Qiyamah, that 10 people from his family 
who because of the weakness of the iman and the sins who were destined to go to Jahannam Allah Ta'ala will make him a means of shafa'at and intercession for those people and he will intercede on their behalf and Allah will accept his intercession and they will be given Jannat so my dear our real wealth is not what, we, what is in this world our real wealth is the Quran Sharif Allah gave us to teach the Quran Sharif to our children as well, to read the Quran ourselves to attach ourselves to the Quran Sharif to regard the knowledge of deen as a, as a gift from Allah not the masjid and to the Quran Sharif Allah, Allah gave us to educate our children as far as our deen is concerned as much as we want our children to, to be educated in the secular and academic knowledge. My dear brothers, it's very, very important for us to also equip them with sound Islamic knowledge. My child must also know how to make salah. What is fard in salah? What is fard in wudu? What is fard in ghusl? What is fard to cover in our bodies? What is fard dressing? What parts of the body must be covered compulsorily according to our deen of Islam? What is halal? What food is halal? What is haram? What kind of association and relationships are halal and which are haram? Who can you get married to? Who can't you get married to? These things we have to learn, my dear brothers. The Quran says, for example, Allah says, do not marry a, a, a disbeliever until she accepts Islam. And do not marry your daughter to a man who is not a Muslim until he accepts Islam. These are the teachings of the Quran Sharif. ฟะฮัลลัลลาฮูฮารรมฮารามฮูบัสมุนโรซุลกุรอานกุรอานในอิสฮาดฮิเมคสวอดอิสฮาลาลฮาลาลวอดอิสฮารามฮารามไมเด
Taqwa is that power that when you commit a sin also, it makes you make tawbah immediately. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, Taqwa is not just you know, to make your life difficult in this world. Taqwa is not there, it's like you know, to, to restrict your life. Taqwa is there to help us to journey through this life safely and to attain the rewards of the year after. Allah Ta'ala says in the says, That person that has taqwa, who fears Allah Ta'ala, who, who restrains himself from sins, Allah Ta'ala will open a way for him from every difficulty. And Allah will provide him his needs from places he cannot even imagine. Today, the whole of mankind is worried about our sustenance. Rizq, yarzuku min haythu la yahtasib. Allah is saying, don't commit sin, don't, don't miss your salah, don't indulge in interest and haram, don't do. But the Ummah says, Allah, you see what you want to say? We're not interested. We miss our salah wholesale, we indulge in riba, interest, because that is where our risk will come from. Allah says, I'm giving you a risk. And I'm telling you that if you want your risk, then stay from the haram. I will give you a risk from where you cannot even imagine. You have problems, I will create solution for your problems because of your taqwa. So this is the great gift of taqwa, my dear brothers. Allah will give us tawfiq to acquire this taqwa, to bring into our lives this quality of restraining ourselves, not just following our desires. The kafir says, just do it. Because they live, by the, they live like animal instinct. Just follow your instinct. But the Muslim says, no, I'm a slave of Allah Ta'ala. I live, I live a life of a banda of Allah Ta'ala. Zindagi, be bandagi, darindagi. A life where there's no, where there's no restriction, then it's like an animal's life. Zindagi, be bandagi, sharmindagi. A life where there's no bandagi, where there's no obedience to Allah Ta'ala, where a person is not enslaving himself to Allah Ta'ala's commands, then it's like sharmindagi, it will bring him the end result, shame and regret. So, Nabi Pak says, the first quality I want you to bring in your life is taqwa. Then he says, and then bring into your life this quality of obedience that you hear and you obey. Those who are admonishing you, those who are teaching you, those who are educating you in the deal, especially. What you hear, obey. Even if the person that's admonishing you and teaching you, and above you, Allah Park is placing him above you because of his knowledge, whatever it may be, his authority. Even if it is a, a black slave, listen and obey. Because that is where your success lies. Then the Sunday Park says, for verily that person who lives on after me that applies to all of us my dear brothers you see many many differences conflicts today we see it all over the world everywhere you see conflicts amongst the muslims amongst the different you know groups of people conflict this label that label that person that person calling names to everybody and muslim will shake hand with a non-muslim you smile at him, but when the Muslim brother makes salam to him, he turns his face away. This is our condition today, my dear brothers. Allah forgive us. Allah unite our hearts once again. Allah bring, when deen comes valuable in our hearts, then the Muslim person who's got deen in his heart will become valuable to you. But when the dunya is valuable to you, when the, dunya, when the value of the dunya is found as place in your heart, then those people who have the dunya and position, material position and status, you look up to them and you will admire and you will love them. May Allah, Allah follow our hearts with love for his deen, my dear brothers, so that we can look up to every Muslim, inshallah, whoever it may be. So Rasulullah Park says, The person that lives on after me, you see much differences, many, many conflicts and differences in the Ummah. At that time, what must you do? 
fa'alikum bi sunnati wa sunnatil khulafa'ir rashidin al-mahdiin at that time oh my ummah hold on to my sunnah my sunnah is the right way don't look right, right and left you follow the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam follow my sunnah and the sunnah of the khulafa'ir rashidin mahdiin who are they abu bakr radiyallahu anhu umar radiyallahu anhu uthman radiyallahu anhu ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu for example we make the what do you call it now the adhan second adhan for juma at one time there was no adhan second adhan many sahaba were working in the farms in Medina. they used to come for Juma, and when they come for Juma, they see the namaz already over. So, Hazrat Osman he initiated the second adhan. They said, Today, till today, and made till Qiyamah, he said, I continue because this is the sunnah of the Khulafah Rashidin. This Hazrat Osman said, If you make, make the adhan, inshallah, second adhan, the people will hear the adhan, they will come quickly for the salah. They know now, salah is about to start, the khutbah is about to start, the salah is about to start. Like that, we have 20 rakats of Tarawih. Omar made, made it that. Salah of Tundra will be to take place in the masjid. This is a sunnah of the Khulafai Rashidin because Nabi Pakistan said, Follow my sunnah and the sunnah of my Khulafai Rashidin, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, Radiallahu ta'ala, Anu Azma'in. And if it is following the four Imams, Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi'i, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Imam Malik, Rahmatullah alayhim. These are the four great Imams. They, they have to learn the deen from. Where have they learned the deen from? Where have they given us the deen from? From the Quran and the sunnah. Allah tells us to free to follow these great people because we are very weak. Our knowledge is deficient. We don't even know Arabic in the first place. We open a book of Hadith, we can't read the Arabic, so we need a translation. We open the Quran, so we can't understand what we are reading. We need the translation. So following these great scholars of Deen, they made Deen easy for us. They have codified the whole of Deen. How to make a Salah, how to go for Hajj, what to pay for a Zakat, how to dress, what to eat. Everything from A to Z, from morning to evening, how to lead your life. Allah tells us these great scholars, four great Imams. They showed us the way how we can lead your life in the shadow of the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah. So Rasulullah says, Alaykum is Sunnati, was Sunnati Khulafai Rashid al Mahdiim. Tamasaku biha wa abdu aliyah bin Nawajiz. He didn't just follow them, he says, Hold on to this firmly, bite onto it with your moles. Literally, the words are, Tamasaku aliyah bin wa abdu aliyah bin Nawajiz. Hold on to this like a person who bites onto something very firmly, you won't let go of it. Our success depends on this, so we need to hold on to this very, very firmly. Then, Nabi Pakistan says, وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ On the one hand, he exhorts us to follow the Sunnah and to not to deviate from the Sunnah. And he tells us what is opposite to the Sunnah now. What is against the Sunnah? He says, إِيَّاكُمْ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ I warn you against and abstain firmly from in, in, in addition, adding new things into the Deen. فَإِنَّ كُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالٍ Every addition, every new addition to Islam, every new thing introduced into Islam which wasn't there before, it is, is dalala. It will, it, will, it will destroy the sunnah. Allah Ta'ala said in Nabi Pak to us, give us a complete deen. At the Hajjatul Wada, plus minus 80 days before he left this temporary world, the Quranic ayat was revealed, Al-Yawm Akmaltu Lakum Deenakum Wa Atmamtu Alaykum Ni'mati Wa Radiyatu Lakum Al-Islam Adina Today I have perfected for your religion, I have completed for you Islam as, as, your favor, as my favor upon you. So Islam was completed from, on, that, on that day. No new laws of Islam were revealed after that. So my dear, Islam is complete. We have to hold firmly on to what Nabi Pakistan has taught us, the Sunnah, and leave out all those new practices that have come in last 100, 200 years, 300 years from the day our forefathers, whatever it may be. My dear brothers, 
in our marriages, in our funerals, in our happy occasions, in our sad occasions, in everything that we do, my dear brothers. Rasulullah Prophet has given us a very clear-cut lifestyle. Sahaba can follow that lifestyle and there is the destination. We will follow the same path, inshallah. Allah will give us success in this world and we reach our destination in the Akhirat. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, my dear brothers, to make amal on his deen, to become firm in our iman, to leave this world with iman. May Allah Ta'ala give us hashr with iman in the company of his beloved. Wa khudawan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillah وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الكيس من دان نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت والعاجز من أتبع نفسه هواها وتمنى على الله الأمان أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم 
بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنهم عن كل الصحابة وأهل البيت أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم من بعد غرضا فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اجعلنا هداة مهديين ويرضالين ولا مذلين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال الله تعالى أيضا فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Please close all the gaps in between us. Please fill in the stuff in front of us if there's any space in between. Please fill all the stuff in front of us. But if there's a lot of space downstairs, those brothers upstairs should be requested to also come downstairs and make their salah downstairs, inshallah. Very, very important to be part of the Jamaat. If there's a necessary reason, then we can, then it's allowed. But in normal condition, we should make our salah all together. Allah allows us to stand together. That's how our hearts become together. We stand separated, our hearts become disunited. Nabi Pakistan mentioned specifically, standing together in salah is a means of unity of the ummah. And standing separately creates this unity. Allah make us all stand five times a day together in salah, inshallah. But one more announcement to brothers who parked in the driveway. Humble request to you, please, after your salah is over, after your sunnah and nafis salah is over, please don't delay, please remove your vehicles. Zakra. لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين لله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض وإن تبدوا ما في أنفسكم أو تخفوه يحاسبكم به الله فيغفر لمن يشاء ويعذب من يشاء والله على كل شيء قدير آمن الرسول بما أنزل إليه من ربه والمؤمنون كل آمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله لا نفرق بين أحد من رسله وقالوا سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها لها ما كسبت وعليها ما اكتسبت ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والتين والزيتون وطور سينين وهذا البلد الأمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم رددناه أسفل سافلين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم أجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
اللهم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك تبارك الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وامتنا على الإيمان وحشنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم ارحم أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن سيئات أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم احفظ أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وهيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هو أهله إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي والذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله